This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? What up? What up? It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. And I think tonight, I think tonight, we are feeling a lot of vibes. I think I think that's right, Justin. I think so, too. Where Very we wide. at? Give me a number. We was at nine last time? Mm-hmm. I think we was at nine last time. We're going to say 9.2. 9.2. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. Not going to challenge that score. I'm with it. We had 9.2. So there were so many things I loved about this game tonight. But before we get into that, well, I'm going to say one of the things. I loved that it was, we got a scoring output from all three of our guys, right? I think Jordan was the leading scorer, but Clay chipped in 20. Steph was close to 30, I believe. Jordan with his 33. Like, that's the kind of output. Like, I know Jordan is not going to always be 33 every night, but we need, you know, like this kind of scoring from the three of them, you know? So I was really happy to see that. But I'm not going to continue with some of the other things I like. I want to ask you, Justin, because I keep seeing um, the broadcast saying this, but this may be their best win of the season. Do you agree with that? Um, I think given the the time like where we are right now and like how everything's so close and how every win is so needed. I think every win at this point that they can stack on is like the most important win, but it was, it was a really good win because they were going up against a monster and it didn't look like he was going to be denied tonight, but they, they ended up, you know, pulling away at the end. So I I say it's up there. It's definitely up there. Yeah, I think MB definitely started to get tired as the game wore on. Like, wore on. like after that first quarter, he played the whole first quarter. I'm like, well, you can't play him the entire game, and he ain't going to last. So I knew that was coming. <laughs> but um, the free throws, Justin, he shot a lot of free throws. This game tonight was one of his, I think, second highest in terms of the number of free throws he shot. Were mm. the Warriors just fouling that much? Or was some of it the Embiid, you know? I think he he's a grifter, but I do think there are majority fouls. The Warriors are just sending multiple bodies. Guys are running into him. Um, he does this thing where he, he does like a hardened thing, like his version of it, where he sweeps his arms underneath your arms, which is a foul, but it's just like, it's like kind of like cheap. Like it's like one of those, like, like a grifting thing. Like he works the refs. But he's such a big physical body that you can't you can't say people aren't like hacking him a little bit, you know. So, you know, it is what it is. He played well. Like you said, we knew he was gonna kind of run out of gas at some point. Um and he they got enough stops at the end. And they also just forced the ball out of his hands a little bit with some double teams and guys weren't ready to shoot. So 
Yeah. Great win. Yeah, I mean, and again, this may be the fatigue or whatever it was, but there were a few possessions where I saw Loon on him and he changed his mind about what he was going to do, whether it was to shoot, to try to like get closer to the rim, you know, because it was Mm -hmm. like further out on the perimeter. They weren't like giving him that chance to, you know, get in close and he would then just give up the ball. And um, I was like, okay, Loon, you know, but um, the doubles were good too. I just, I noticed that and I'm like, okay, they definitely switched up their defense later in the game as it, as it went. Yeah. They they were applying a little bit more pressure on the pass. So he couldn't just catch it. Like you said, so close to the basket or in his like mid post area, he was kind of catching it out near the three point line. Um, And Loon is just going to keep coming at you like physical, even as he, even though he had this, the size disadvantage against Embiid tonight, he was just still letting Embiid fill him every time he tried to dribble. Um, a few times he kind of like knocked the ball loose from Embiid, and then you know you can kind of see the fatigue setting in with Embiid. He just wasn't as sharp um, with his moves and stuff. And then you know the threat of Draymond's uh, double team was always there. So I think the combination of all those things started making Embiid like second guess himself a little bit. And it it definitely worked out because he was he was cooking for like 40, 42 of the 48 minutes of the game. He was just doing whatever he wanted. So he was. And that's the thing, sort of like Luca, the Mavs who lost tonight. Embarrassing. All that carrying on they did the other day to then lose to who was it? The Hornets? The Lamello list, Terry Rozier list, Kelly Oubre list. <laughs> Charlotte Hornets. The Mavs yeah. are an unserious team. I can't take them seriously. Um, um, but I say he's sort of like Luca in that, like, you always know Luca's gonna wear down by the fourth. He just is. And I mean, and both are players who people constantly talk about like their conditioning and and their health. I I, I do think Embiid is better. Than and then Luca, but still, it's like you know he's just not going to. He, look, he's a big seven foot <laughs> guy. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a lot on his body. Um, but to me, this reminds me. Well, not it's not the same thing, but it's sort of reminiscent for me of the the season when everything went awry with Ben Simmons, right? And they didn't advance past the second round, and the Hawks went and beat them. And I remember everyone was just on Simmons. And I said, look, the Simmons thing was egregious. But I said, the whole, I said the Sixers still should have made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I said, MB did also fall short in that game. Like, I mean, just in general, like he was not, you know, people started telling me about his injury, his this, that. I said, but it, his injury, he was playing well for like the first three quarters. And then near the end. A lot of those mid-range mm-hmm. shots and things that he normally makes just weren't going in. And I said, that was an injury. That was just him fading. Yeah. And people don't like to acknowledge, like, I mean, B's a great player. He's one of the best players in the league. But people don't like to acknowledge that, like, it's tough to be able to, to have to carry a team offensively with a scoring load and be the anchor of a defense. Like, it's just that's one of the hardest things that you can do as a superstar. Um, and the Warriors repeatedly, and I was having a conversation with a few other guys, like when, when people bring up Jokic losing to the Warriors in, in an effort to prop up Embiid because of Embiid's defense, I'm like, Embiid is going to suffer the same fate against Golden State, right? Like 
maybe he would be a much better defender against 29 other teams in the NBA 28. Um, but against the, the Warriors, he will look just like Jokic looked. And that's exactly how it, how it happened um, tonight, right? Put him in drop repeatedly time after time after again. Steph's calling him up for a screen. Um, he's getting little quick floaters at the rim. He's getting whatever floater or pull-up midi that he wants because Embiid is just not going to extend himself out because he knows he can't switch on him. And on the other end, he's tired because now he has to guard every single play. He has to guard every single action and then have to try to score on double teams on the other end. It's like <laughs> you're not going to win that battle, right? You're not going to win that battle. So that, yeah, you that's another big reason why he's going to wear down against a, a team like Golden State. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, and and by the way, just because you know, I'm not I'm not for Jokic winning MVP, and Embiid might actually get it. It's looking like he picked up enough steam. So while mm-hmm. I was happy we won tonight, I don't want to hurt his MVP case too bad. But you know, I actually do think the defense argument is a valid one in that, like, it may not work against the Warriors, but to me, the reason why I think it's important because when people talk about how efficient. Jokic is I'm just like well when you're playing the kind of defense (laughs) Embiid is playing like you're maybe not going to be as efficient you know but like he's still pretty efficient (laughs) like you know you would think you know the way people ask oh you know they go so crazy and on the analytics for Jokic but I'm just like Embiid is still what the leading scorer in the NBA still very efficient and he's definitely a much better defensive player like so to me, like that to me is a situation where like his defense to me does matter um, versus like the, cause people be like, oh, but you know, when it's Steph and we already know how I feel like Steph is not this bad defender the way people make it seem, but it's different because of, in my opinion, like how much the defense is needed from Embiid versus like, you know, how much it's needed from Steph and same thing for Jokic. And so the fact that Embiid is playing that role on his team, to me, is actually a very valid reason for why you should, like, give him the edge over Jokic, in my opinion. Oh, that's valid. I mean, yeah, that's 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 super valid. This, and I've always said it's kind of like preference. I do think this year Embiid, I've always been like a Jokic is better than Embiid guy. But I think this year Embiid has made it clear that the gap is much closer Um and a lot of people want to acknowledge and he might even have the edge, right? Like what he can do on both ends. And I, he's always been like more of a volume scorer than Jokic has been. But like this year, he's kind of taken it to another level where it's like, he's just, I mean, what is he averaging? Like 34 a game, something like that. It's just crazy. He has every single move. Like he, he can do anything he wants to on a, on a, on the court. And the fact that he does anchor a pretty good defense, like an elite defense on the other end definitely has to matter. Um, but yeah, in a, in the matchup with the Warriors, Steph changes the rules. So it's like, right. <laughs> it's not conventional basketball when you play against the Warriors. No. So both of those dudes are barbecue chicken for him. Like it is what it is, but Fact. yeah, against all the other teams and be 
that that defense definitely makes a difference. So, you know, one of the other stories of the game, right, was the rebounds. <laughs> they out they out rebounded the, the 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 Sixers, which I love. And to some people, that may be like, how how did you know? It wasn't this game, but it was early in the season. I can't remember which game where the Warriors out rebounded another team. And people are like, how do you let like the worst or one of the worst rebounding teams or something like that like do this? I was like, y'all got to stop just looking at this year and the stats. I said the Warriors have actually always been a great rebounding team. They do it by committee. But it, it's, you know, that's how they rebound. And I said, we've had so many players in and out of the, the lineup. But when they, like, are locked in and dialed into it, I said, I mean, look at last year in the postseason. They eat, they out-rebounded Memphis. They out-rebounded everyone in, like, every series. But Memphis in particular, where, like, that was, you know, they were the team. And, you know, like, we weren't supposed to be able to do that. And we did in every game except one game. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. they're very good at it. They They know what to do. And to me... You know, Joel Embiid is getting all them free throws, which is the other story of the game. And so, um, like, for them to out-rebound, the, 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 the Sixers was obviously so important in this game and obviously a, a big part of the reason why they were able to win this game. Yeah, I mean, as, mu- as long as they're forcing stops, I feel pretty confident in their ability to secure most, if not all, of those rebounds. You know, I think based on like rebound percentage, they're like middle of the pack this year. But I think so many of their road games, other teams are just shooting lights out. There's just not a lot of rebounds available because the ball is going through the net, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, when they locked in, they can rebound with the best of them. Dante's a good rebounder for a guard. Same thing with Steph. Clay's been rebounding a little bit more. I think he's he's averaging a career high in rebounds this year. And then you always trust Draymond and Looney to get those contested rebounds against pretty much anybody, so. Um, I don't really and think the whole league got any concerns. Coming back. They might have GP2 coming back, great rebounder, um, especially long rebounds when, when the ball, when people are shooting threes and stuff like that. So I don't think the rebound concerns are are valid. Like they, they always come through in that, in that regard. So, yeah. Well, look, I mean, like we said, this was a great win, whether you consider it the best win of the season or not. It was a great win. And is that three in a row for us? That's three in a row. I told you what it's going to be. I told you last 10 games what it's going to look like. I'm not going to repeat it right now, but. Why? You scared, Justin? (laughs) You don't want to stand on what you said? I ain't scared. I ain't scared. I'm standing on it right now. I already told you what it was. Minnesota next. Justin has spoken. Justin has spoken.